You are listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Back to the Bird presented by the PodHub Network. My guest today is from Steubenville, Ohio, and is the creator of every Pirate fan in A.J. Burnett's favorite shirt, the Sit the F Down shirt. Uh, please welcome my guest, Zach Delise from Pittsburgh Clothing Company. Zach, what's up, buddy? You got the name right. Good job. I got it. Hey, we talked about that. <laughs> I told you uh, I'd get it. Thanks for having me on. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Yeah, no problem, man. You know, I've been following you for a long time, ever since Centerfield Smoke. CF Smoke. good old days. CF Smoke was my shit. I loved it. Um, but let's get to know you from, you know, a ground level from where you you uh, had your upbringing. We were talking about it before the podcast about you're, you're from Steubenville, Ohio. And I kind of was like, oh, you're from Ohio? But mm-hmm. then you you educated me. So please share what you educated me with. <laughs> Steubenville, Ohio, the burb of the burg, as people in Pittsburgh might know from the old commercials. Um, it's just right across the Ohio River. Uh, about If you're driving fast, it's about 35 minutes to downtown Pittsburgh from Steubenville. But um, it's a small town. Uh, I, I grew up there, born and raised, and it's just a bunch of churches, banks, and pizza places. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I loved growing up there. I, I met a lot of great friends, uh, you know, and, and also it has the best pizza you ever have, Steubenville style pizza. I get a lot of shit for this. See, I have to strongly disagree. With that. I love New <laughs> oh. Jersey. You're one of those. Uh, well, you can't touch New Jersey pizza. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to tell me about it because I, I don't, I've never heard of New Jersey pizza. But um, it's like every- New Jersey is about pizza and bagels. That's it. Okay. <laughs> That's what they're known for. <laughs> every single time I say anything about Steubenville pizza, Ohio Valley pizza, I get destroyed on Twitter. Uh, it's just and, pe- and mostly it's people who've never tried it. You know the cold yeah. toppings the yeah. uh bake the pizza and then you put the cold toppings on afterwards uh i think it's delicious uh there are a few pittsburgh places that do that i haven't tried it but i will soon yeah no so uh we talked about the burb of the burg um that you said it was like a promote promotion campaign to get people to move to ohio back yeah, in the day it was some kind of um marketing uh marketing campaign to get people to move to steubenville to pay lower taxes and they had this catchy uh jingle but the thing is i never saw it on tv because obviously i was in steubenville so people in pittsburgh wpa they they saw this commercial all the time and uh like i mentioned alan saunders tweeted about something steubenville related last week and uh everybody was bringing that up the burb of the burg the burb of the burg so uh you have to bring it up on youtube or something because it's just it's something that's very dated uh you can tell it's i think it was yeah. the 90s but uh you know just one of those things yeah and then i do want to i want to give you my my opinion on ohio valley pizza sure i'm not a fan okay. you know i went to college in the ohio valley and a lot of us that aren't from like that area like we're from western pa but we're not from like the ohio valley we we would opt for Domino's over oh come on man <laughs> over uh, I think it was D'Angelo's or something like that over in Wellsburg, West Virginia. Um, I'm not a fan of Sicilian style or the cold toppings. You're killing me, 
and as you did you went to bethany that's right so I you did, were right, yeah. right by west lib and i almost went to west lib which would be well it wouldn't matter because i'm a little older than you yeah but uh, <laughs> yeah not much to do up on that hill huh no there's not and we were lucky we had <laughs> a domino's 10 minutes down the road <laughs> right right domino's was closer than the nearest gas station funny enough wow. <laughs> But now let's let's dive into you. Let's dive into uh, growing up in Steubenville. Uh, where where did you like to hang out? Like, were you just like you know just hang out at school, or did you guys have a place that you went? Man, uh, we weren't the uh, we weren't the best kids growing up. Best behaved. You know, we were always <laughs> in trouble. Uh, the cool thing was uh, like our closest group of friends. We uh, we all grew, grew up in the same neighborhood, so it was just you know riding bikes to each other's houses, walking around. Uh, the neighbors, you know, when they saw us walking around in a group, they kind of stayed away from us because we used to get into stuff. We used to get into stuff before we discovered drinking. Uh, <laughs> and then once we discovered drinking at a, you know, a younger age, high school, uh, nobody saw us because we found these, uh, you know, places in the woods, uh, back alleys, things like that. Uh, <laughs> We got yeah we got in a lot of trouble we used to we used to kind of just loiter at a speedway yeah uh, there was a speedway walking distance of our of our area that we hung out and we would just sit there for hours and you know as a when you're younger like that that's like the greatest in the summertime but uh yeah uh, we got in a lot of trouble growing up gotcha now did you hang out at any of the malls nearby I think yeah. you, you got the St Clairsville mall nearby. There's Steubenville Mall, I think. There is a Steubenville Mall, uh, Fort Steuben Mall. I think it's still open. There's, there's not much left to it. It's one of those, oh. it's one of those dying <laughs> malls. Sad, but at the time, uh, you know, uh, it's, you know, seventh grade, eighth grade, when you start talking to girls and going to movies, we did. We went to the mall, hung out at the mall, caused trouble in the mall. Uh, <laughs> there's, you know, uh, everybody does that kind of stuff, but uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Same, yeah, like grade school, go to the mall in the movies, high school, parties, drink in the woods, things like that. Hey, that's but, the typical, you know, Western PA, Ohio Valley high school, like, that's what you did, <laughs> you know? So it's nice to know you're just like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. And I turned out just fine, I think. Hey, I, we hope. <laughs> So now let's talk about high school. Uh, did you play any high school sports or were you just like a fan of sports? So Steubenville has two high schools. Uh, yeah, Steubenville, Steubenville High School and Steubenville Catholic Central. I went yeah. to Steubenville Catholic Central. Um, I played football and baseball. Uh, we, we lost in the state championship my junior year, which was an awesome experience. Like we went into every game in the playoffs as underdogs and got through to state. And then we got destroyed, but um, <laughs> that was an awesome experience playing at uh, Maslin Stadium. I'm not sure if you've ever. Uh, I've heard of Maslin, yeah. And uh, so that was a that was a great experience playing football. You know, everybody, our school. I think we only had 300 to 400 people in the school. Our my graduating class had 79. Um, it's like everybody. You know, you play football. Everybody played football. Uh, that's yeah. just. I mean, our so we had a really good soccer team too, but we, you know, we play football. That's just what we did. Um, so that was just like a way of life. And then Steubenville High School, they have, they had a lot of success while I was uh, 
going through high school as well. They won a few state championships. Yeah, so now which one is – because I know it's a big rivalry, the two high schools. Well, it was. It was? It's not anymore? It was a huge rivalry when I was in grade school, and there was so much uh, – I don't want to call it vandalism, or there was so much uh, build up to the games, like houses would get egged. Um, <laughs> you know, houses would get egged. I don't know if, if there were fights or things like that, but they actually canceled the football game once I got to high school. So I know we never played against them when I was in high school. Oh, wow. Then again, uh, see, we were D6, and uh, I believe they're D, uh, D3, D2 or D3. So Okay, because I know, um, like, I went, I went to college with people from Steubenville, and, like, some of them were, I think it's, like, Big Red, and the other mm-hmm. ones, I don't know what the nickname is for the other one. Crusaders. Crusaders and Big Red. And, like, people didn't like each other. Right. It was weird. <laughs> I mean, in a way, in a way, um, I didn't mind because I did, I did make a lot of really good friends from Steubenville. Yeah. School. So, you know, it's, yeah, it sucked to not have the rivalry. Cause like I grew up observing that like in Steubenville, it's football, 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 you know, yeah. church on Sunday. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's just like, I was like in the middle of all that. Cause I had an older sister and then, um, like my aunts would bring me around it and I actually got an, somebody threw an egg at my, at my head once when I was real young. And so, yeah, I was, I was thrust into the, into the rivalry at, an, at a young age. You got hit with that egg and you're like, I'm pumped. I'm ready. <laughs> and, then, and I never got my retaliation because you know, it didn't happen. We played them in ba- baseball. We played them in basketball, other sports, but, um, but football, they, they ended it. they, they were looking out for, I guess, you know, property damage. Yeah. Like they, we shared a stadium and okay. Harding Stadium was huge, you know, huge for a high school stadium. Yeah. And they have this big scoreboard in uh, the corner of the end zone. And at the top of the scoreboard, there is a, uh, a, you know, horse. They're the big red, the, uh, like the stallion or whatever. And it blows fire. Really cool. Oh, wow. And in, in, during, you know, central week, uh, Steubenville Central students would climb up there and paint it blue or there's there was a bunch of different things throughout <laughs> the years that I remember as a kid observing and being like oh wow like I I'm excited for that to happen when I get yeah. when I get up to high school and then you know then it went away so it's really cool to think about like places that have rivalries like that like so my aunt she lived in Arizona for a long time and she like got to observe the Arizona, Arizona state rivalry. Like mm-hmm. you had the big a, I think it was the a belongs to Arizona state, but like Arizona would go up and they'd paint it blue and red and you got stuff like that. And then for me personally, um, we had a rivalry with new Brighton high school and like, high school did you go to? I went to Beaver. Okay. So our big rival was new Brighton but it was kind of one-sided from that aspect of like the pranks and the, you know, the vandalism, Mm -hmm. they would do all that. And we would be like, all right, we're just going to play football. It was very, if I had to compare it to anything, it was very, you know, like mid 2000s Steelers esque where everybody tried to get under our skin, but we're like, we're just going to play you on the field. Like that's where we're going to get our payback. And then did you beat their ass? Usually uh, (laughs) when I got to high school, it, it was a little different story. Uh, I think I only beat them once. It's yeah. kind of upsetting. Yeah. 
but they're like the kids that are my age that went to New Brighton High School. They were they were really good talents, and like they deserved to win. They were just coming up, you know, through Mighty Mikes and everything. They're all undefeated, 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 and it's like, yeah, they're good. Like you can't you can't get by it. But the couple things that they had done that I remember is they would always steal like a certain sign from our stadium because we always had you know the banners. They would steal a banner. I forget what it had on it. It had some sort of saying. And then they would, the one time they got like confetti dicks. Oh no. And they put them all over our turf. And then that we played them away that year. And that same year we lost to them like at their, in their house. And we all come out of the locker room. We have no clue where our bus is. So every, we're like literally just standing there where all the, all the people are filtering out. And then you have the New Brighton student section just yelling at us like, oh, you guys suck, blah, blah, blah. And they're throwing cake at us. Because cake. we were the cake eaters from Beaver, you know? Uh, we were the yeah. ones who have your cake and eat it too, whatever. Yeah. And they would throw <laughs> cake at us. And then our coach comes out. He's like, what are you guys doing? The bus is right there. Why are you getting harassed like this? Go to the bus. <laughs> Jeez, but those yeah. are some of the good memories of you know the high school rivalries that I had. Yeah, those are I always enjoy remember. a high school rivalry. Absolutely, especially you know get creative like that. Throwing yeah, cake. we never got creative. <laughs> hey man, if you if you backed it up on the field, good. Most and, of the time we did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's uh, move on to your college days. Uh, you're an Akron Zip, as I can see in the corner there. Uh, Akron Zip. What went into that decision to go up to Akron for school? Uh, well, um, I had a few colleges in mind. I didn't really, I didn't have a robust um, high school, you know, accolades or anything like that academically. But uh, I really didn't, it, it, it kills me now to think about, but at, in high school, I didn't really think about college. But it was a foregone conclusion that I was going. I knew I was going, but I never really put much thought into it. I never really put much thought into where I was going to go and how that experience was going to be. So, um, I mean, I had a few, I had a few in mind, and I ended up at Akron. I went, I went there to party one weekend with friends that were already there, and I was like, I'll go to Akron, and. Yeah. <laughs> And it was honestly from the, from day one, I met so many lifelong friends at Akron and I, I was there a few more years than I should have been, you know, did a few yeah. victory laps, It happens. but uh, my college experience, I do not regret one thing from it. It was, it was a, a very positive experience for me. So, and um, I actually started the t-shirt design and selling in college. It yeah, was, I wanted to get into that because we were talking about it last night. Right. It. Uh, I actually got into college on, on a communications major, as a communications major. Uh, I wanted to, as you can see, I'm not a good speaker. I'm not good on camera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I wanted to be, I wanted to go into sports media. And the first time I was on camera, I froze, couldn't do a thing. So that day I decided I was changing my major. And... I was like, I'm going to get into graphic design because I had been designing and selling t-shirts. And at the time it was custom ink. I'm, I'm sure you see those commercials. Yeah. That was pretty much the only thing. Like I couldn't, I didn't have a spreadshirt. I couldn't put 
uh, shirts online with no risk and just sell them online. So I came up with this t-shirt design that was, uh, it was like a, like a team kind of a shirt and it said Akron beer pong on it. Uh, 07, 08. And it was, there were black shirts with uh, blue and gold print. And I ordered 300 of them. I started to, at this time, it was 2007. Yeah, it was 2007 still. So there was no Twitter. I mean, if Twitter was around, I wasn't on it yet. I didn't get onto Twitter until 2009. Yeah. But um, all there was was Facebook. So I created a Facebook event with a picture, like a mock-up of the shirts and like, listen, uh, I'm selling these around campus. If you want one, send me a message. And I ordered 300 of them, got five boxes shipped to me from Custom Inc. <laughs> Put them in, it was lucky because I lived in a dorm for a few months and then I moved out of the dorms and moved into a house. If I was in the dorm, I would have no room for these shirts, but yeah. I moved into a house, got the shirts and then uh, I would, I would receive Facebook messages from people all around campus uh, ordering shirts, like saying like, I want a shirt. And I would walk, I would pack up my book bag with shirts and on my way to class, I would stop at the dorms and I would sell shirts out of my book bag. And I see, I think I like the cost of the shirts since I bought so many, it was like, it ended up being like $7 a shirt, but yeah. I would charge, uh, no, I, I charged $15 for the shirt. So I was making a lot of profit and and then, you know, there was no Venmo. There's, I don't even think yeah, there was no, really was cash, right? And PayPal was really in the early stages at that time. So I was taking cash, you know, Akron isn't, it's, it's not the, uh, you know, the, where campus is, it's not the greatest part of town. Yeah. So like, I was just walking around campus with hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars, <laughs> hundreds of dollars in cash, but it was awesome because I needed that. Uh, like the selling those t-shirts, it actually, it, I didn't have to get a, a job on campus or anything. That, that was yeah. pretty much my job. And I really enjoyed doing that. I ended up doing uh, like three or four different designs uh, in about two years, I, I believe two or three years. And um, it, was, it was great. It was very successful for me as a college student who needed that money. Um, but, but yeah, it was, it was a really cool experience. And I actually met a lot of people through that. Yeah. And then you were telling me last night and I was like, you were like, I don't really brag about it. Cause like, it's not something to brag about. Or you were like, I don't know the way you said it. You're like, I just don't talk about it, but you told me, and I was like, this is awesome. Cause I'm a big stoolie and you actually, right. you, you designed a shirt for Barstool sports before they blew up and became what they were or what so, they are. So, um, okay. So after the, uh, after I would, print the shirts and deliver them by hand. And I didn't, I didn't have a car in college. So I was walking everywhere. So yeah, that, that, you're really grinding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, then I started getting into uh, t-shirt designs online. Cause I discovered Spreadshirt. That, yeah. that would have been in 2012, which that's another story. The, the way CF smoke began, mm -hmm. but right after CF smoke was established, uh, Big Poppy, he had the uh, he did the speech at Fenway when he said, "This is our fucking city." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh man!" I was like, "The uh, sit the f down shirt did so well, you know, people love the uh, the censored, like the censored f u c k." I was like, "That was really popular." I was like, "I should make a Red Sox shirt that says this is our fucking city,' with you know, with censored, uh, kind of like the sit the f down shirt." 
so i you know i designed it quickly it was actually it it originated it was navy blue shirt with red print um in the red Sox font so it was like a red Sox shirt yeah and i think i think my first the first one i did instead of a u in fucking it was the the socks you know like the like red Sox logo but uh i sent it to barstool because i was like i'm not going to sell these on my twitter because i have i it's all pittsburgh people so i emailed it to barstool and that same day they got back to me and they were like we love this idea we can make a lot a ton of money for the victims of the marathon bombing with this design they're like but we don't want it to be red Sox specific because we just want it to be city specific so you know kind of basic so I reworked, uh, I talked to this guy, oh, what was his name? I forget his exact name. Um, yeah, I forget his name. Was he I'm a guy sure at Barstool? It was, it was their, uh, the guy that handled their their uh, merchandise. I don't know if he so still- So it was Gaz? No, it wasn't him. Really? Because I thought no. he did all that stuff, okay. It, it was, I forget what his title was. He, uh, he might not even actually worked for Barstool directly. He might, they might've been like outsourcing at the time. Yeah, but, I mean, at, at that time, what, that was, was that around 2009? No, it was 20, if it was after Sit That Down, then it was 2012, 2013. Okay, yeah, I yeah, they might have been outsourcing that at the time then. So, I, sorry, I'm terrible at dates. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but he talked me through it. We were on the phone for over an hour talking through this design, how we're going to change it. Yeah. And basically, it just changed it to like a, like a normal, um, like a normal, like an aerial font. And uh, instead of the U, instead of the socks as the U, it was uh, it was uh, the skyline with their uh, area code. And I sent you the yeah, you said it's article. But, you know, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, uh, doing this, this work for these guys. And that, I mean, they were still pretty big at the time, but not nothing like now. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they, they kept me on as a contact after that. And I, I did a bunch of random shirts for them. And they actually, uh, as they started getting bigger and bigger, like they used their, their payment used to be a bunch of shirts from their website. And at <laughs> the time, you know, at the time I was like, Oh, this is fine. You know, cause I was in college. Um, I really just wanted my name out there. And, and on most of them, they did mention me, but, um, eventually they were paying me $200 per design. Oh, but wow. it was like, but it was like, you have to, like, there's like, I need it right now. So, um, so it was cool. It was really cool working for them. Sometimes I like, I completely forget about it. Cause you know, cause like CF smoke and then Pittsburgh clothing has gotten so big. Yeah. It's gotten so big in itself. It's like, you forget about the past, you know? Yeah. yeah but, uh, actually that's something that, uh, like I have it listed in like on my resume and my LinkedIn, like, yeah, uh, absolutely. A, a link to the article about how much money they raised with that design and things like that so yeah, yeah so let's let's backtrack then since cf smoke started before that story sorry to i'm sure people are going to get confused now that i did that but yeah, we went out of order but yeah okay. who cares <laughs> but let's talk about cf smoke because that's how i found you basically that's how i got introduced to everything and i just i want to know the origin where like where did the origin come from was the sit the fuck down shirt like was that the origin or i think you were making stuff before that too Mm-mm. um well not counting the akron shirts not counting the akron beer shirts 
this is now I'm online, but I wasn't, I didn't really know anything. And this is my favorite story, obviously. Yeah. Um, all right. So the, the Pirates were playing the Dodgers August game. It was a day game. Yep. My friend, Chris is a huge Dodgers fan. He finally got his world series. Couldn't be happier for him. He finally got his world series, but he's a huge Dodgers fan. He lives in Ohio. So anytime the Dodgers are in Cleveland, Cincinnati, or Pittsburgh, he goes to all three games. So we went to the game the night before and he wanted to go to the day game again. And he was like, are you coming? And I was like, you know what? I got to go to class. I can't skip class. Like I'm just, I had to go to my, my, I think it was like a noon class or, or like 11 AM. And I was like, I cannot skip this class. So I went to class. I'm back at my apartment. I, I would watch every Pirates game on uh, my laptop on MLB TV. And, you know, AJ strikes out Hanley Ramirez. Well, let's go back. Hanley Ramirez hits a home run off AJ, does his eyes thing. AJ thinks he was doing that to him, trying to show him up. Um, later on, the next at bat, AJ strikes him out, and he's still mad about him showing up, showing him up. So, you know, sit the F down, storms off the mound. And I see that on, like, I saw it happen on my screen. And I'm like, did they just say sit the F down? I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> I was like, that's a t-shirt. And I went immediately went to Twitter and I searched, um, sit the F down. And I was like, maybe other people saw that. I was like, I just want to make sure before I work on the shirt. What do you know? All these tweets, AJ Burnett just said, sit the fuck down to Haley Ramirez. I was like, I got to do this now. So I came up with the design, you know, it's very straightforward. Um, pirates colors and font, uh, skull and crossbones censoring the word fuck. And I was, I was ready to go and I had no way to sell it really. I was like, okay, I'm going to, I could post this on Twitter. What am I going to do? I was like, I, I'm not going to order a bunch of shirts because yeah. I live in Akron and these would be being sold to Pittsburgh people. So then I thought of at the time, the only established t-shirt company, t-shirt company, t-shirt guy in Pittsburgh that seemed pretty popular was the classy Yinzer. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Yeah. I remember the classy Yinzer. So in like at that, at that time, that's when Twitter still very, you know, it's nothing like it is today in mm -hmm. 2012, you know, if you get 30 retweets, that's like going viral, you know, Yeah. <laughs> in, in 20, in 2012. Yeah. So I was like, well, this guy, he's, he seems pretty popular on here. Like you always saw his stuff and you always saw his tweets. He was like one of the more popular accounts at that time. And I was like, I, I'm going to send him this design and maybe I can make some money from it. So I sent him the design. He was all about it. He was like, all right, yeah, we're going to sell this. Uh, he was like, if so many sell, then you'll get this much. And, you know, I'm young, naive college kid. Uh, I just wanted people to wear the shirt. Yeah. So the next day, oh, so, I mean, I pushed it on my Twitter. I still have the tweets. If you search, if you search fuck from Pittsburgh Clothing Company, you can, <laughs> find, you can find the original STFD tweet, which is really great. Um, yeah. It's great to look back at that. But uh, the next day I wake up. And I go on Twitter and I see the classy Yinzer posting all these t-shirts, like three or four different t-shirt designs of his own version of sit the F down. And I was pissed. 
So he didn't even take your design. He reworked it or something? Yeah. And like, I, I was like, what are you doing, dude? And he was like, well, he was like, your design was okay, but uh, I wanted to put my own twist on it and sell it myself. So I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and I actually went, I figured out how he sold his shirts through Spreadshirt. So yeah. I went on his site, saw that he sold through Spreadshirt. And I was like, I'll just do this myself. Yeah. Did it myself, set up my Spreadshirt account. Uh, and at the time, I my website was zachdelise.com because I had a portfolio website for school. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of piggybacked that. And so it was like sending people to zachdelise.com. Like you couldn't even pronounce my name. How are people going to spell it? <laughs> yeah. that, was, you know, that was, it didn't last very long, but I had the shirts up there. I was, uh, I was posting them on Twitter. People were buying them, you know, like, I think like, you know, the first couple of weeks, like 15 20 30 like that was huge at the time like i was like this is so great selling shirts i don't have to worry about printing them i don't have to worry about shipping them i just have to worry about marketing them so you know it's pirate season goes on and 2012 that's when they uh they collapsed they collapsed in the dog days they it was it was around the time when they, when they collapsed august into september but you know it just continued um living my life and then one day I was playing Madden with my buddy, Jamie at my apartment and I get a buzz from Instagram and I look at my phone and it's AJ posing in the sit the F down shirt. Like I didn't even think about trying to get him one. I was like, how yeah. would I do that? Like, how would I, like he, he wasn't on social media. More specifically, it was your design and not the classy Yenzers, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, That's awesome. so I, like I didn't even think about trying to get him one because first of all, he wasn't on social media at all at that time. And I didn't even, that, that's not something that crossed my mind this early in the game. So what it came down to was it was from his wife's account. His wife saw the shirt, his wife bought the shirt, his wife <laughs> gave him the shirt. And I'm, I'm assuming Karen said, Hey, listen, I want you to t- take a picture. So, you know, I can post it online. Yeah. And that's then when it blew up. Absolutely. <laughs> blew up i mean we never jamie and i never finished that madden game that's how excited <laughs> i was that's how excited i was like i can't believe this you know and yeah. it was just the greatest site that i mean it was like instant success right there like i didn't care how many sold after that i was just happy that it happened that you know he got it and posted the pick and uh obviously it was a bestseller for years Oh yeah. Um, AJ really embraced the whole thing. And then he got on social media and he started using the, the hashtag STFD. Uh, we had, we had so many different versions of it, like camo version, like AJ and I, we came up with all this different, all these different ideas for sure. So you worked personally with mm-hmm. AJ Burnett with the shirt. Yeah. Like after, after CF smoke blew up, well, it, 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 I'm trying to think when I actually decided to change the name. It was, a uh, I want to say it was a, probably a few months after that because it was still zachdelise.com, zachdelise.com. And I was like, I was like, this isn't going to work in the long term because it's just too difficult. Yeah. So, um, so I came up with Centerfield Smoke. I thought, I always said that if I, if I ever had a blog, it would be called Centerfield Smoke because it would be a Pirates blog. And exactly. Centerfield Smoke is something that Pirates fans understand, but probably not other fans of other teams unless you've been to PNC park and you've yeah. seen smoke. So I thought it was a, a creative, unique name. And that was, that was really cool for years. The name CF smoke. 
Um, see, I feel like I'm definitely going out of order with this story, but uh, AJ and I, um, we did work very closely together and he was, he was big, just, he was big on the shirts. Like he always, he had to have a certain shirt for pregame and he had to have a, sh- a certain hoodie for postgame. So it was, it was awesome um, providing him with stuff like that because then you see it on TV and then people want it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all it takes. All that's all it takes is the right person wearing your product. And then once it gets on the internet, it spreads like wildfire. So, yeah, absolutely. So then what, like, obviously you see the success of that shirt. At what point are you like, okay, let's make more. Same week. uh, Once, once AJ wore it and it really started selling, I was like, I need to do more. Uh, I think my second shirt was a uh, Michael McHenry shirt. It oh said, yeah, yeah. It said the fort on it. It was you know it was just text the fort and it had like like the um, whatever the uh, the towers from a fort mm-hmm. and the flags. I mean, it was cool. Uh, he he was a fan favorite at the time, and uh, it just kept going and going and going. You know, just trying to come up with different things. But uh, at first, it was all pirates. Yeah, it was. And, and gradually. I got into, see, I got into hockey last and yeah. hockey actually ends up, ended up being one of my most successful sections of the site. Um, yeah. I, I mean, like Penguins fans on Twitter are great with support, supporting and sharing and letting everybody know, um, you know. Yeah. I feel here. like the reason that might be is because like, Steelers, Steelers, everybody loves Steelers everywhere, right? So people are probably selling Steelers stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. Pirates, Pirates are just like, they're a historic team, but like through the years, they don't play play as well. But that's probably why they have so much, like they might not be as successful on your sites because, you know, you can get Pirate stuff other places. But I think, I don't think there was ever a place where you could just get Penguin stuff. Right. You know, like the unique, unlicensed the unique unlicensed stuff i think you kind of capitalized on that first uh the yeah and like being able to being able to focus on individual players maybe players that uh don't have their own jersey at dicks or jersey and something that always always bothered me and i say this this was like my tagline when cf smoke first started um i hate seeing people wearing steelers jerseys at pirates games yeah. So, so I said I started the t-shirt business because I want to stop getting to, I want to get people to stop wearing jerseys Steelers jerseys to Pirates games hey that's a good that's a good uh that's a good thing to run your business by in Pittsburgh I think because right these Steeler jerseys at every sporting event it doesn't have to be a Steelers Steelers game so that's 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 awesome that that's kind of what drove you yeah it's you know it's it was something that I've always been passionate about uh like you know very loud uh stop wearing Steelers versus the Pirates games you know it's something stupid I mean people do it all the time still but um the Pirate shirts really they were I'd say they were very successful starting off also because um people individual people go to multiple games a, a week a month mm-hmm. a year and they don't always want to wear the same thing so if they could wear a shirt if somebody could wear a shirt supporting the starting pitcher that day then that's one thing. And it's, you know, summertime, it's nice out. You're wearing a short sleeve t-shirt, but um, it, it took, it took a while to really get into Steelers stuff because people wear jerseys to games, you know, yeah. you go to, you go to Huntsfield, you see, you know, 80% jerseys. 
and that's not to mention when it gets cold and it's, you know, jackets and jerseys, hoodies and jerseys. So, yeah, it's like all that kind of stuff that I think about. Going no, that's it. the thing is, though, I think it's funny that you say that the first shirt that I bought from CF Smoke was a Steelers shirt. Which one? Do you remember? They shot me in Denver. Yes. That was I saw that and I was like, I need it because I was in college at the time. Um, you know, we had just beat the Bengals, right? And then we had to play Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I, yeah, I think it was that year. Yeah, because I was super hyped about the Bengals. Like, that's a whole nother story. We were throwing beer and popping bottles in the fucking dorm room. Like, it was a mess. Oh, yeah. But like, that was so exciting. I was like, okay, I need something like specifically for this game. And that's that's when I bought the shirt. I bought that, and then I bought um, what it's a it was a crew neck. It's ah, it's the spread love. It's the Pittsburgh way. Yes, yes. That was those were my first two purchases from your website. That's awesome. <laughs> the uh, the that's another like uh, you mentioned uh, that they shot me in Denver. Like people love that video. People love that absolutely that whole thing. And I mean, where where else? Where are you gonna find a shirt that says they shot me in Denver on it? So like yeah. that's a thing. That's a thing that I you know I take and it's it, a it's know. a conversation starter too. Absolutely. Because people are like, why do you have a shirt that says that? It's like, well, <laughs> let me show you this video from 2005 of Joe Porter <laughs> freaking out in the locker room. <laughs> awesome. So that's why I liked it. I was Because, like, I'm a personable person. Like, I like to talk to people. So, it's like, if I could wear a shirt to, like, a, to watch a Steelers game in West Virginia to get people to, like, talk football with me, right? That's a shirt to wear. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, conversation starters, man. I get that a lot. I get uh hey like this person wanted to know what my shirt was about and i became friends with them or yeah stuff like so like you know when you see something that isn't your cut and dry uh pittsburgh sealers in the logo like you know people spend a little more time seeing what it is especially if it has some weird quote on it and other things like that yeah absolutely um so now let's talk about you, you mentioned penguins is your best seller now let's talk about the back-to-back Penguins run because I feel like you you capitalized a lot on that. Unbelievable, and I want to say it's funny you mentioned the the cup. I mean, you had like if if you're selling T-shirts and you know and you don't benefit from your team winning the the championship, then you're doing you're doing it absolutely wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but okay, so when that happened my my wife she's my girlfriend at the time we went on a cruise and i knew it was going to happen we 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 uh flew down to florida and our cruise was leaving the next day the boat was leaving the next day and that night was the the game uh was it game six that they won I think so. yeah so it was we watched the game at the hotel and i had all the shirts ready ready to go and obviously they won and i had it out and I had to go on a cruise and I didn't think I had any Wi-Fi. And I, I didn't think I was going to have any access to uh, Twitter or anything like that. I ended up having it, but at the time I want to say Smitty, uh, you know, Zach Smith. Yeah. He was running one of those ego accounts. I forget which maybe Bonino. Was he really? Yeah. Why did I, whoa, whoa. Cause did I'm I just, friends with him. Like I know him, like we're, we know each other. I like, just break in real life. 
Did I just break news? No. Either you broke news or I'm just too dumb to remember. <laughs> and Smitty, sorry if that wasn't you. I'm pretty sure one of them was I'm him. pretty sure somebody. It was either him. I'm pretty sure Nick Gregoric was running the yeah. ego maybe. Or maybe it was the Kessel ego. It was the. It was actually the the uh, HBK. It was the HBK, the three yes. egos. So yeah. Yeah. I pulled all those guys, the ego accounts, into one DM on Twitter. And I was like, listen. I was like, I am going to, I'm going on a cruise and I'm not going to be able to push these shirts. I was like, can you guys just send a tweet or two a day pushing these shirts? And I'm, I'm pretty sure I sent them free shirts. Yeah. Oops, I hope I did. I'm pretty sure I did. Well, now uh, you're recorded saying it. So yeah, you better <laughs> hope you did. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I sent them shirts, but I was just like, listen, uh, I need you to send these tweets because, you know, it's, they just won the cup. I had like six new shirts out. Uh, that weren't released until um, until they won, obviously, mm-hmm. but they were ready. And I just didn't want to miss out on any potential sale because I was on vacation. And believe me, I that was, I mean, I would never go on a cruise again post COVID. Yeah, <laughs> that was. I mean, I had a, it was just a great time because I was so relaxed. And you know, the Panthers just won the cup. So, so then the next year was obviously even better because I yeah. had even more shirts ready. Uh, it was. Just, I feel like uh nashville was just it was just more satisfying too their fans Absolutely. were so loud um <laughs> i don't remember san jose fans at all like i don't know it was never, it was kind of like where are they you know nobody did nothing nobody's talking but when nashville came around that's when it felt like okay this is a real stanley cup almost yeah the catfish and all that yeah. <laughs> and that was fun are we ever going to experience that again yeah who knows <laughs> <laughs> but uh oh one one good memory from or one memory from the lead up to the, or the build up to the uh, first cup was Mikey and big Bob had a, they hung a shark out over the, yeah, I remember that. over the parkway. That was like, you know, <laughs> one of those things, one of those things that you, you remember the Stanley cup run and you remember that you just remember seeing that and how funny that is. Yeah. So, you know, good times. We're spoiled as a fan base, you know, but it feels See, I've like said, you know, I've said this, multiple a multitude of times and it was denardo that was actually like oh my god like i've never heard that that's amazing i said you know people think we're spoiled as a fan base right but in reality we're humbled by the pirates yeah like we can (laughs) the steelers can win the penguins can win but what brings us down to earth is knowing that the pirates are still down there on the north shore just being awful (laughs) <laughs> I just pray that if the Pirates do ever win in my lifetime, that I'm not going to be too old to like really celebrate because yeah. I mean, you know, the, the parades are huge, but if the Pirates won, it would be just unbelievable. Dude, a Pirates parade. It was just, I, if I'm still in New Jersey, I'd have to take a flight out just for the day. Absolutely. It would be bigger than the, all the recent Penguins parades Absolutely, because we've been waiting for so long and, you know, being a Pirates fan has been so um, painful and difficult. Yeah. And I mean, uh, just because just like recency bias in my mind, I just watched the documentary of the Penguins, like their history. Mm. And uh, Paul Steigerwall, he was the marketing director in the 90s. You know, he's trying to market this young team to Pittsburgh because they were the forgotten franchise. Right. And he was like the most satisfying moment for him working with the penguins was 
the 2009 cup in the parade because it was, I'm getting chills right now talking about it because when he looked out into the crowd, he saw a bunch of young faces with these young players on their backs. And he was like, we did it. We brought, we, we solidified hockey in Pittsburgh. Finally. That was, that run was so awesome. Uh, and that like, I, I got chills. Cause it's like, obviously you had the two in the nineties, but it was like for him as a, in a career to come for full circle in that aspect of his career and see all the young faces in 2009 come out to the parade. Like that's just. Absolutely. Storybook. That's story. Yeah. Especially after losing the year before same yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Spoiled fan base somewhat with, with a successful uh, football team every year. I mean, they, they have a winning record every year, but it's getting old, you know, Some, yeah. something needs to change. But, but, you know, people don't care about my sports opinions. <laughs> we get back to sure. At least not yet. <laughs> right, right. So now let's let's talk about you did some um, reworking of some old uh, logos and you put those on T-shirts. You, you call it your history section of the, of the website? Uh, the tab is it's history. Uh, it's like pghclothing.com slash history. But uh, I call it the throwback project. It's something that when uh, the rebrand happened in 2017, it's something that it, that came along with it. Uh, I think the like even the teams that were only around a year or two, like the Maulers, the Condors, the Pipers, who won a championship, um, all those teams. I just I was so interested in those teams, and I think like their logos were so cool. Yeah. And I always wanted shirts and and different things with the logos on them. Like the Pipers have an awesome logo. The Condors. Maulers, um, the Hornets, all pretty much, I mean, Phantoms, every one of those teams on there, it's just new. It's different. Yeah. It's different because they're not, they're not black and well, a few of them are, but they're not black and gold. Um, it's a basketball team. It's a Pittsburgh basketball team. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was really interested in that. Like I looked up the history on pretty much every team uh, and I really just wanted to uh, revive, just revive the teams in a way that like, I, I get people all the time um, that actually like, grew up like around these teams. So like with the, like the older guys, the older folks, they, they, they love buying a yeah. triangle shirt. Um, you know, the Wrens, that's another cool one. Yeah. But I, I just, I wanted to be able to, to kind of revive that. And I think Pitts, like it's, you can't really get a Pittsburgh basketball shirt. So yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah, so like you know, revive some history. Um, but I redid all those logos and uh, you know, got them to the correct resolution, and that I'm able to sell it on a T-shirt. And yeah, it's been very, very popular. And I, I feel like it kind of gets lost on the website because like you get there and it's you have baseball, football, hockey, soccer, golf, and it's a the tab. I maybe I should rethink the tab because it says history. People might think it's like history of the business i don't know mm, that's a good point yeah but um you know something I just, I just thought of that just now because yeah. <laughs> i do that a lot <laughs> sometimes it gets lost but um it's cool i actually every once in a while i'll get a shirt you know i actually you know i have to pay for it because i don't print them and i don't ship them yeah so uh i have to pay out of pocket and every once in a while i'll get a shirt there's a there's one popular out but um, I have almost every one of the throwback project shirts 
just because it's cool and it's a, it's a conversation starter like you said yeah. sure some conversation starters you know you wear any any of those teams out constant like not constantly Someone's gonna be like what's that you know all the time or even no it's like people that recognize a condor shirt like that too yeah oh like where'd you get a condor shirt that doesn't that isn't faded and you know isn't old like yeah. it's on the new like the modern t-shirt uh you know heather heathered t-shirts and yeah soft <laughs> the, the good shirts you know yeah so the one the one that like uh, spoke to me whatever you want to say the one that stood out to me um was the pittsburgh bulls the bulls, because yeah. i got into lacrosse in college like i didn't play but i did a lot of announcing and that, that's something that i'll always take away from my college experience is lacrosse and whenever i learned about like i saw the bulls on your website and i was like what who are the pittsburgh bulls yeah. so i had to look it up <laughs> found out it was an indoor box hockey or not box hockey box lacrosse mm-hmm. team and i was like i need that right now like that's yeah. <laughs> you know and it's really cool to figure out like all these old teams like um i'm trying to like obviously the condors and like the aba team and like uh the hornets hockey team mm-hmm. people just either forget about it or never even knew about it never so even knew about it yes yeah, so, yeah the young the younger generation they they learn some things and you know you, wikipedia has it all um you, and there's a lot of great stories out there for some of these teams like the pipers yeah um and oh, there's another one um there's another one that oh the spirit the spirit is really mm-hmm. a really popular one i mean it's an awesome logo it's black and gold but the the spirit indoor soccer which is interesting yeah yeah now let's talk about there was something that had come up this past year you were trying it seemed like you were trying to expand your brand and you made a shirt similar to one that you have for pittsburgh it's you know what is it i I know where this is going yeah it's it's i forget what's the pittsburgh shirt cleveland hates me or something like that there's a uh, there was a black and gold cleveland hates me Yes. And there was a brown and orange Pittsburgh hates me. Yes. So we have to talk about that just because of recency bias. I personally thought it was a great, you know, marketing scheme to try and widen your fan base. But obviously you'll tell the story of what happened. <laughs> it, it was just, you know, it's a simple, it was a simple idea. It didn't take long. It was text. It, it was just for the trolls, man. Yeah. There's so many trolls on Twitter. I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not going to call them trolls. They're not trolls. There's so <laughs> many passionate people on Twitter for, for sports teams and you see it all day every day it's constant back and forth not anymore because the browns are still alive but yeah <laughs> constant back and forth like they they were steelers fans and browns fans were fighting like in like march mm-hmm. like they had nothing better bad. to do during the first quarantine but uh <laughs> you know it's it was just uh something that i thought was fun um you know if if you're very loud about rooting for the Steelers or the Browns on Twitter, then it makes sense for you. Like there are probably a lot of people that say that they hate Gabby and Sir Yacht. <laughs> I mean, they're awesome people. Uh, they're in, but they're good at what they do because they get attention from Steelers. And, and most of the time it's not positive attention. Right. And you know, <laughs> that's what they, that's their goal though. So they're good at what they do. And I mean, I'll, I think a lot of it, uh, the backlash, a lot of it was because of the way Gabby uh, expressed herself in front of the city. 
I didn't like that either. But, you know, what are you going to do? So. Yeah, it's kind of just, you know, you ask them to, you know, hey, can you market this shirt for me? And it's like, that's the only way she knows how to market it. <laughs> you know, I, right. and honestly, it's the best way for her. I think what she does is awesome. Um, you know, it's really just like, because she doesn't, like, people want to say she says bad things about people. No, she doesn't. People say bad things about her. Yeah, people say bad things about her, which Awful. leads her to exposing who they are on the internet. Yeah, it's like, not, a, people are it's not a way, the way people act, it's not, it's like, I need Twitter for, to sell t-shirts yeah. and stuff like that, the way people uh, behave on there nameless um nameless faceless people nameless gray faces man nameless. you gotta make a shirt of that <laughs> i did i did uh, you did i didn't see it well you know it was it was relevant for like a day but <laughs> brown well no it's i think it's relevant because tomlin's been saying since you know since he got here it's true it's about every opponent it's a uh it's a play on the detroit versus everybody mm-hmm. but it says pittsburgh versus nameless gray faces Oh, I like that. That's cool. Yeah, you know, it was simple. I, you know, I got it done quickly, like right after, right after the juju, right after juju said that. Yeah. I, like, I, I got to do something. And that was just a quick, easy idea that came to life. And maybe it will be popular next year because it's literally about the Steelers opponent every week. So, yeah. so you, just, you, you could literally, let's, let's brainstorm an idea right here. <laughs> you could make a shirt that has, you know, like a, a Steelers player looking out into a crowd of other football players and you could have the, the team colors or whatever and just have gray faces over top the helmet yes. you vo- avoid any kind of uh trademark infringement too with the exactly, exactly. <laughs> we just made a t-shirt i love it i should That's do this for a living collab <laughs> collaboration now um speak like since since i brought up the cleveland story are there other uh, products that you're looking to do to try and expand your brand a little? No, I, I'm pretty comfortable with just Pittsburgh. Uh, actually, yeah. well, I do do a few things for, um, the Ohio Valley. Cause you know, that's where yeah. I came from. Yeah. So like the Ohio Valley pizza shirt, I don't know if you saw that. I got some shit for that. Um, <laughs> but like people from home, <laughs> like, but like my friends from home all bought it. So like, you know, there's nothing better than somebody you grew up with supporting your, your business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but during CF Smoke Days, I was in Akron. So I was around all the Cleveland sports and all that kind of stuff. So I actually, I had a ton of Indians designs for sale. Uh, I, I had a few Browns ones. And I only, I did that because I knew it was a, like somebody asked for it and I did it and ended up coming out really cool. It was just the state of Ohio with an orange with the Browns helmet stripe down the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's been done millions of times, but it ended up like, you know, ended up being successful. And with, with CF Smoke, I really, I, I like to answer your question, I really branched out with CF Smoke. Yeah. But then I knew when I rebranded, I knew that I was going to have to pretty much stay to Pittsburgh only. Just, you know, it's the name. I've done a few outside things like uh, I made a shirt based off of uh, Michael Jordan and uh, the documentary. And like Darren oh, yeah. Rovell tweeted it, so like that immediate success right there because you get a you get a uh, Rovell endorsement. Yeah. Yes. Any endorsement with over a million followers, I don't care who it is, that's success right there. Yeah, absolutely. But um, 
no i i have no plan. that's why that's kind of why i'm trying to get into every like little aspect like the the defunct sports teams mm-hmm. um and then i really would like to start a um neighborhood series of shirts just kind of touch on every neighborhood you know absolutely have, you know just i i do have a bloomfield shirt but uh it kind of went along with my italian shirts mm. you know the little italy and the italian festival over there the italians yeah <laughs> but uh you know, i really i really want to get into like the neighborhoods um i want my i want the city section to get to expand more because you know sometimes people don't want people aren't interested in in sports shirts when they're losing um yeah it's weak you know it, it sucks like like tim and i you know tim shady on twitter mm-hmm. tim and i we you know we brainstorm all day every day about different things and like we we have i don't uh, i don't know if it's evident or not but our social media like we have a like a social media strategy that we follow uh we have we have this huge spreadsheet of every like 365 days just tons of uh tons of events that happened every single day of the year it's like when we did our pgh history yeah that that's all like all planned out um sometimes we'll we won't post one like we wouldn't post a steelers history on the monday after they lose to get knocked out you know yeah so you know just everything that goes into it the the twitter strategy and um and that's not even talking about t-shirts like this year, I kind of got into uh, highlight videos for the rivalry games, like yep. the division games, and those did really well. Um, basically, I just my my goal all the time is just eyeballs. I need eyeballs on the Twitter page. I need eyeballs on my website because I don't pay. I don't. I don't in, invest money into advertising. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't invest in any kind of advertising, so I need Twitter. And you know, if I'm posting t-shirts and ads all day it it becomes boring and people yeah nobody want wants to nobody wants yeah. to watch it or people are, people are bored. so you know our social media strategy is just stay relevant you know and sometimes you know i deal with i deal with idiots all the time man it's i mean we all do yeah we all do. <laughs> but people think people think they can say whatever they want to a like a brand a company because people don't expect a response people don't respect people people act like there isn't another human on the other side Mm -hmm. like okay like i could see like those huge accounts you know the huge brands like nike or any like actually the sports accounts have gotten a lot better with responding to trolls too yeah they have and it's it's something new every day but i love it it's it's it makes life so much more interesting yeah, now you mentioned you're starting to do like the the Pittsburgh history videos and like the rivalry videos. Mm-hmm. And before we started, you said that the power hour that you released, oh. that was your baby. And it's something that really resonated with me as someone who in college, that's how we got ready to go out during the night is, or before the night started, we'd sit down for an hour, do a power hour, drink six beers, you're ready to go, you know? Like, so I want to, I want to, I want to know what went into the power hour and just the journey that you went through. Cause obviously with all those moments, uh-huh. it had to be a journey. It's a journey what's, to watch. What's the word? What's the word? Uh, is it passion project? Is that a thing? Yeah. This was my, <laughs> so it was right when, um, 
right when COVID hit and uh, I, I was moved from my office is in Carnegie. I work for the Salvation Army, primary graphic designer. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I was moved to work from home. And in doing that, I realized that I gain about three hours a day, uh, three hours. You know, I'm not getting up two hours early, not driving out there, not showering before work. Sometimes I probably should. But um, <laughs> I realized I have all this extra time. And, you know, I got I got things done, but I had more time. And then um, power hour is also something that we did in college. We always did uh, pop power hour. So like, you know, like Backstreet Boys and Sync, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And uh, one of our buddies had a CD or DVD or something. And it had, you know, because I'm old and when I was in college, DVDs were still a thing. <laughs> um, it had the music videos. So, you know, a minute of each music video and you, you take a shot of beer. And man, like just thinking about how fun that was, you know, as a group with your with your friends. And I mean, I mean fast forward to 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 march and i was doing the brackets to fill some time to get more to get more uh, eyeballs on the the twitter account i did all those i think i did a beer bracket and i did a pizza bracket, which is very controversial that's (laughs) that's for another day um i my friend who i was playing the madden game with in college he's from philly huge philly um huge philly fan he sent me a Philly version of a power hour, you know, it, it started out the intro had um, Rocky. It had all this, all these different movie scenes and um, always sunny, yeah. like, you know, different movie and TV clips to get you hyped up, you know, it's, it's like the trailer and then, you know, cut in and it was all uh, Philadelphia sports, but it wasn't in chronological order. Oh. So I'm like, I'm like, it would, well, first I searched, I searched for a Pittsburgh one. And I really didn't find when I found something similar that was very old. And I was like, you know what? I was like, this would be really cool to do. And like so many people would appreciate this. I was like, but it's so much time to put into. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what I did, I, I pitched my idea to Tim and he was all about it. And I was like, shit. I was like, he's really going to, he's going to want me to do this now. He's going to want to do this now. Yeah. And I, I was like, I don't know if I can put time into this because it's just so much. And then he created a Google Doc. Like, that's what we do. We have all these Google Docs and he created a Google Doc to start planning it. So like, you know, the obvious clips, mm-hmm. we started out with the obvious clips, like, okay, like uh, Super Bowl, uh, San Antonio Holmes, you know, all the obvious things. And I was like, you know what, let's do it. Like, I was like, I'm home all the time. Uh, I have, I'm on my computer all the time. I, I'm going to put the time into this. And, um, I actually spent the most, I spent the first few days focused on the trailer because I knew that was the most important part because that's what I posted Twitter to get people to go to YouTube, to do the power hour. Yeah. I was like, I was like, Oh, I was like, this is actually good because like, you know, there are a lot of movies filmed in Pittsburgh, but not so many that you have to sift through them, you know? Yeah. So I went through and I got like the, the movie scenes and t- Tim was a great help in this. He, he found some great ones. And I, it like that trailer came together. So nice. Like it was like almost like a happy accident, the way it came together. I was just, I was, you know, getting uh, clips and just putting them into um, like the video editing software 
and this the way it flowed for right from the beginning i was like this is going to be amazing and i was like now i have to put the time like like i call it the boring part is actually doing i was actually figuring out the power hour yeah because like all you, this all the plays and when they yeah. come and the watched order and, and some of them like you know some some plays aren't a whole you can't get a whole minute out of the clip and, you know it's finding the clips and everything went into it and i was like it has to be chronological i was like i think it adds a lot to it yeah um so a lot of anticipation i think right so then so then i had to like i had to like date check everything and i had to make sure like i i, I still have the notes i'm like old school in that regard i have a notebook with notes sketches wow. um <laughs> My, my, like when I'm actually working my job, my to-do list is written out. Like I don't use my phone or my computer for any of that kind of stuff. Old school, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it, I want to say it really just came together in like two weeks. Um, but it only took you two weeks to do I'm that? I'm pretty sure it took about two, two to three weeks. And then the thing that sucks though, is like, like kind of like keeping it to yourself. Cause I wanted to hype that so bad. Yeah. But I knew, I knew that if I posted the trailer, without the power hour then the power hour would get no attention whatsoever once i finally posted it yeah um it was it was exciting it's one of those things i got you get really excited about uh to release to the public like come like you like you think you come up with a really good t-shirt idea and you you, you get excited to uh to release it out into the public to get the reaction you know yeah absolutely so i mean uh it's it's one of those things where it has a few thousand views on, like, I wasn't expecting like 50,000 but the thing is like those thousand views like a lot of them are people actually doing it because like you can look at you, you know you can see like the time that people have watched and yeah and then I learned how to stream so I was streaming power hours every you know Friday night which yeah. I thought was awesome on uh, Periscope I think yep. it is yeah just like people people chatting during it and being like oh I forgot about this play or this is awesome. You know, like stuff like that. Just, it makes all the time put into it worth it. And it's something like, um, obviously I, I couldn't get money from YouTube from, because I don't know, I don't, none of the clips, like a lot of them are protected. Most of, yeah. most of the NHL, the newer NHL ones, but uh, that wasn't a big deal to me because I just know that it's like, the, they, they aren't taking it down and it's there for good especially when something's a passion project it's like you don't do it for the money you do it right. for the satisfaction right and it's like you like you were like one of the first people to actually tweet and say i just did the power hour it's awesome and you know stuff like personal messages like that is just like that's where i do it like you know yeah that was awesome to me and just getting the reaction and that's just something i did like i, I worked from home for a few months and then i went back and then i came and i'm then i was back home again and i was back in the office it was a lot of back and forth ridiculous man this covid shit needs to no i agree i mean i i guess you could say unfortunately i work a job where i can't work from from home mm -hmm. so it's like you know i don't know you're just like you know when when am i not going to be able to go in or is it going to get bad enough that i'm not going to be able to go in or the whole COVID situation is threw a lot of people off, but I think like we just discussed, like good things have come out of it. Like this podcast came out of COVID. Absolutely. Right. And that your power hour came out of COVID, which obviously your power hour is much more successful than my podcast. So <laughs> I, don't, I, I wouldn't say that. Actually, I, I should, uh, I should tweet that out tonight. Power hour. 
Hell yeah, let's do power hour night. I'm down. Well, <laughs> I I wouldn't I can't do it because I I'm doing beer free January. Oh, that's not fun. And it's tough. Uh, you know, like today, football. Um, but wait, I gotta point out you said beer free because you are you are I, sipping on something tonight. <laughs> yes, yes, just beer. Because I did it last year and I I lost like 15 pounds just from not drinking beer. Yeah, that's how that's how it happens. And you know, now that I graduated college, I don't drink as much anymore. But like, mm-hmm. I'm still pretty damn big. So what <laughs> happened? <laughs> it's just you know, uh, it's it's one of those things like everybody tries something new at New Year's. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I figured I would try it. And and with me, I don't drink the light beers. I drink the IPAs. Oh, so I'm, it's a, I'm a Okay. I'm a total beer snob. So. Oh, you're one of I, those. Yeah, I like I won't drink anything. Like if I'm drinking the IPAs, the heavy stuff, like if it's under five percent, I'm not drinking it because it's not worth the price and it's not worth you know, it's not worth a ridiculous calorie intake and yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, you have a few of those. Like I I don't know how true this is, but I heard that like a hazy IPA is is like eating a whole loaf of bread. So if that's true, then it's, it makes me, I mean, makes me feel disgusting. So yeah, right. That's a lot of carbs. <laughs> that's a shit ton of carbs. But you know, there's so many good beers though. It's like yeah, I don't like know. so I was I was talking to Jordan DeFigio about beers because that's it's kind of part of her podcast. Her podcast is about sports, but she also brings beer into it. Right. Um, and like how I, I I just started getting into like the different beers, and I'm not an IPA guy. I know that. Like I'm not into the bitterness or anything. But I did find a very nice shandy, and I like to talk about it anytime I get a chance. Okay, it's like I don't even—I couldn't even tell you what it's called because, like, the name on it, I can't pronounce it. Like, I honest to God don't know what it says. Latin Googles? It's no, it's not Latin uh, Google, but <laughs> it is like a lemonade shandy. Okay. Like the reason I bought it was because the can—it looks like you know you go to the carnival. And you get your fresh made lemonade. Like it looks like the cup that they give you. Oh yeah. That's what drew me to it first. Like I didn't even know what it was. And then I, I saw it, read it. And I was like, I need this. And now it's my, right now that's my favorite beer to drink. Do you, can you just get that like giant Eagle or is it a certain place? I got it at a beer distributor out here. Oh yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I'm in Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> okay. So it's at a beer distributor. That's cool. Yeah, I think Jordan did say there were a couple places she found that she could buy it, but okay. you'd have to either talk to her about it or look it up yourself. So, okay. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, stay sticking on with beer and the power hour, those iron city commercials are just unbelievable. Oh, so good. Dude, so good. Okay. So a little inside baseball here. I had an idea when I was with Jagoff sports, right? I told him, I said, Hey, I'm going to come back to Pittsburgh for a weekend and we should we should do this we should remake iron city beer commercials with us because mm-hmm. like you had me and ev who ev is basically me but two feet taller so he's a heavy set tall dude and then you had steve who's like kind of lanky whatever and it's like we have all the characters we need right here you know yeah, be, <laughs> we remade so many commercials and we never got to it and that's uh, that's one of my biggest regrets. With you gotta keep that in your back pocket. And I don't know exactly. I want to yeah. cut this out because somebody's gonna hear that and they're gonna. Yeah, someone's gonna steal it, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll keep it in. If someone wants to steal Bar- it, Barstool Yenzer is gonna go. 
Oh yeah, Barstool Yenzer. I don't know if they have the manpower to film <laughs> anything themselves. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll fray away from talking crap on anybody. Right. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me started on like content theft. Yeah. That's oh, that's that's conversation that stays in the DMs, I think. I know yeah. everybody yeah. I talk with, I'm like, yo, we can't talk about this anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> right. But anyway, thank you, Zach, for coming on. Uh, it's been really fun. And uh, we're going to have to set up a time to do, obviously not in January, but we'll have to set up a time for us to do a power hour together. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Live power hour. I don't know if people, I don't like it would make sense to be like on camera, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know if people want to see me shoveling beer into my mouth. Hey, that would be fun. I'll do it. I'm in. Yeah, I mean, we'll set it up, and we—I wonder if we could just do it live. Oh man, that—that that would That's be. That's why uh, I was, you know, I was going to talk to you about it after we stopped recording. Okay. But if you want to talk about it now, no, I think it'd be cool. Um, but if we did it live, so everybody else could do it with us. Yeah, so you got to right, watch, well, watch yeah, what we but, say. You know, we'll see what happens, right? Like, <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. Now we're going to talk about, you know, content. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> I, I, uh, no, seriously, uh, thanks for having me on. I, I could talk, I could talk to you for four more hours, but, uh, yeah. All right. We, we've been, we've been at it for about two now. So, hey, I'm always down to talk. <laughs> There's definitely things we didn't touch on. Um, but, and hey, that's that's what I do the live power hour. Yep. Live power hour. <laughs> I can be a repeat guest. Absolutely. I can come and do weekly hits. Yep. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, C-Club for details.